This is a HeadGum Podcast. If I were you, I'd follow through On every single thing you said that we would do I'd take your hand, you would be me I'd make it easy so that easily you'd see The best advice is given to you right here by Jake H. and Amir B. How was that? Very soothing. That's correct. It was soothing. That, Thank you. You you got you nailed it. You it nailed wasn't the tone a test. of it. It shouldn't have been a test. Yeah, he said You're it was a soothing opinion. theme song, and you nailed it. Oh, really? No, I made that up. Of course. This is Justin Kosiski. Kosiski, and he has a SoundCloud. So if you search soundcloud.com slash Justin hyphen Kosiski, you'll... You're going to have to spell that for people. K-O-S-I-S-K-Y. Oh, Co- easier than I thought. Kosiski. Thank you, Justin. Big episode. Huge. This uh, We don't usually have shit to announce. Yeah. This is an announcement. It's an announcement episode. It's something we've been working on for how long would you say? Um, I mean, I guess we've been talking about it for a year more. I think more. I think more than a year. I think we were living in New York when we came up with it. Wow. Yeah. No shit. Because I remember Kunal was there visiting us and like we went to the whiskey and we were coming up with names. Remember? (gasps) That's true. So we were at least in New York. We could look at when we registered the domain. Oh, I think it was two years ago in September. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, it's a pretty cool thing. So anyway, let's we follow through. <laughs> Sometimes it only takes two years. Sometimes it takes 25 months. Uh, you might have heard it at the top of the show. This is now a HeadGum podcast. That is correct. HeadGum. This is a HeadGum podcast. That's right. That was Rose. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Shout out to Rose for lending her voice. Uh, what is a HeadGum podcast? What is a HeadGum? What is HeadGum? That is, those are all questions we asked ourselves when we registered the domain yeah, name. Yeah, we, we got the domain, domain name first, and they're like, what's the business plan here? <laughs> We've got something. Um, I guess the idea was to make a podcast network, because we were a part of a podcast network last year, mm-hmm. and it was our podcast and a bunch of other podcasts. Right, but okay. you want you don't want to work for the guy. You want to be the guy. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be the middleman. I want to. I, no, sorry. I don't want to pay the middleman. I want to be the middleman. Right. Um, and we thought instead of being on a podcast network with some people that we don't know, what if we just got all of our friends? That's part two because we don't want to be on. We don't want to start a huge podcast network with a bunch of nameless faces that we don't know, and we're, you know we're just willy-nilly picking up podcasts yeah we want friends and family we approached only our friends and our family so for example rosenberg twins oh dave and jeff oh we love them we have them on our show as much as we can but our whole our show can't always be jeff and dave Mm -hmm. but their show can be yeah and mike carnell that's right so they have a show on our network. Right. My three friends that I've uh, known since I was like 13 or 14. They now have a, a basically almost a spinoff, but not quite really. Right. It's if just you like them. the episodes with Dave Rosenberg on our podcast, you like the episodes with <laughs> Jeff Rosenberg on our podcast, and I tell you what, you are going to love Mike Carnell. Unfiltered. <laughs> These are three friends that know each other so well. It's they have so they, They've known each other for more than half their lives. 
when I heard that, the first episode of that podcast, I was crying, <laughs> laughing. I could not contain myself. It has one of the funniest insults that Dave throws at Jeff. I won't spoil it, but just listen and you'll know the insult that I'm talking Their about. Their podcast is Twinovations. And the idea is basically... Is it Twinovations or Twinovation? Uh, Twinovation. Either way, it's Dave and Jeff coming up with business ideas <laughs> and Carnell sort of moderating the two. Carnell throws them in, some in too. Right. Uh... That's an example of a friend that wouldn't necessarily have a podcast on a network if he didn't know us and we didn't love them, and now you guys can enjoy it too. Right. Uh, another example. Julia Noons. Oh, the Nooner. Uh, very funny, friendly, talented uh, musician that we're friends with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has such a distinct voice. And we say, you know what? It's time we didn't just hear songs of hers. Yeah. It's time we hear words of hers right? So and her she, opinions and her opines. So she had this idea for a podcast called That Was Us, where uh, people bring in an old example of their writing. Actually, your episode, Jake, might be online right oh, away. Oh, I am. And things got real right off the bat. Yeah. We ended up talking about birth control. Exactly. So. Uh, Pretty you, solid. You brought in like an old email that you wrote. Yeah, I wrote an email to Planned Parenthood when I was 18. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I think I'm on episode two of that podcast. Every, epi- every new podcast we have is available now uh, on headgum.com. So we'll yeah. sp- usually people have a set schedule, like ours will be every Monday. I think Dave and Jess will be every f- Thursday or Friday. Julia's will be every Wednesday. But we made sure that there's at least one episode online of every podcast for you to enjoy right now. Those are just two of the... I think we're launching with 10 or 11. Yeah. Your mom has a podcast. My mother's doing one. <laughs> Your fucking mom. One of mom. the first people to approach me. Yeah. She came crawling out the woodwork as you, soon as she found out I had a network. You grilled her. Mm. You, you said, I want to see 50 ideas. And then, you, <laughs> and then you didn't even read the list. And you're like, let's see 50 uh, more. I never treat my mother this way. <laughs> never treat my mother this way. Uh, unlike the normal type of podcast, which is... Uh, 30 year olds yelling at each other your mom's has mm-hmm. a very just uh, a soothing year old woman mm-hmm. i don't know if she wants me to say her age uh, yeah i'll just go to, back to the age that she used to tell me to tell her friends when we ran into them at the mall oh, that's good. she's 35 okay soothing 35 yeah. year old woman i got in real trouble one time when I, <laughs> she was like someone asked how old she was she's like 35 I'm like you're 37 <laughs> mom you're 37 she got so mad <laughs> I love you, Mama. You look you don't look a day over twenty-five. Uh what's your mom's podcast? It's called The Easy Chair. Uh-huh. The idea is that it's I think she her intro is just like, uh, welcome to the easy chair. Uh so let me tell you a story. And then she's just week to week she's uh my mom is a young adult fiction writer, which oh you anybody would know that because she promoted promoted her young oh, adult novel on our show. That's true. Uh but week to week she's just gonna be reading a story. Um, and every episode is part of that short story that you read. Yeah. Uh, also very enjoyable. Um, quite soothing. Not unlike the intro song. Uh, then there are some podcasts that have been going on for a while that we incorporated or brought back like Streeter's podcast. Yeah. Talk of shame. Uh, Streeter had a podcast last year that took a hiatus, but we're basically begging to to bring it back, uh, where he has comedian slash friends on to discuss uh, most embarrassing stories uh, with Streeter. We were both on that episode. That's true. that podcast as well. Yes, also true. Uh, Josh Rubin uh, has another podcast. The Mindhouse podcast. 
Josh Rube is somebody that you should love already. Uh, he was on our show. He's really funny. Yeah. He uh, is just a really funny guy in general. You see him on College Humor everywhere. Here's an episode you guys would love is he had Thomas Middleditch on. And it's like just one unbroken <laughs> bit pretty much the entire time. It is so unfiltered Middleditch and Josh Rubin. Almost too much, but not <laughs> enough. Uh, and then he has interviews with other artists and uh, actors and comedians trying to discuss their craft, how they became what they became. And who they became. Um, there's other podcasts from some of our friends that you may not know yet. Uh, podcasts that you should probably get into. Uh, for example, uh, the Gilmore guys. Really, really good guys. Uh, that's another podcast that has been around for a while. Um, right. They're already, they're like into season four of dissecting the show, right? Yeah. They are twice a week and they discuss episode by episode Gilmore Girls. So if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, highly suggested recommendation. You know Even if you're not, it's pretty fun to watch them dissect a show like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, but if you are, it's especially good. Uh, they and also if you're looking pump- for something to watch on TV, you should start the Gilmore Girls and start their podcast. <laughs> they also said we would be on their show soon, so hopefully that will happen as well. Oh, my friends Laura Lane and Angela Spira. They have a podcast called This Is Why You're Single. It's true. It comes from their, um, they do a sold out comedy show by the same name in New York. They're writing a book by the same name. And I think they're, they're a perfect uh, female podcast for, you know, being single and dating. Yeah, anybody can listen to us where it's just two dudes wax and philosophical about how dudes do dudes things. Yeah, and I do know what I'm talking about. And I can't speak for every gender. In fact, don't listen to their podcast. <laughs> listen to ours. <laughs> but if you want a different opinion, a different angle, a different viewpoint, this is why you're single also on the HeadGum Network. Um, listen to that podcast just for their jingle. It is so good. <laughs> also, black men can't jump in Hollywood. Talk That's about right. a different viewpoint from than ours. It's uh, Jonathan Braylock, James III, and Jerome Milligan talking about African Americans and their place in movie, uh, the film industry currently, and in movie history in general. These guys are three black comedians from the UCB. They're super funny dudes, and I really love their podcast specifically because they will go on these rants that are just so funny, but then also... There's like a bunch of times where they'll break it down into like really poignant social commentary. Yeah, they, like, they flip oh, back and fuck, forth between that's like the two. Actually, powerful. Um, so it's like there's there's not a lot of co- uh, comedy podcasts out there that are like funny and make a point, and this is one of them. Uh, and then I think last the last one we haven't spoken about yet was couple of questions uh, with Danielle, Joanna, and Claire, uh, also friends of ours. And they interview couples who have been together for at least two years. That's the minimum requirement. So there's no, there's nobody, nobody that's half-assed in it in here uh, about just them and their relationship. And that one gets very in depth and very cool and very interesting. We did that one, and they were like right off the bat, we're asking us the most intimate, personal questions we've ever been asked in an interview. Yeah, and we're like dodging and making jokes, and they're like, ha ha. But really, when was the last time you two were mad at each other? Right. We're like, whoa. Like, do you remember your first intense conversation together? Yeah. When did you know you guys were really, really going to last, like be together? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What does Jake provide that you can't get anywhere else? And what does Amir do that Jake doesn't do? I don't know if our episode is going to be first, but our episode is coming up from that. Uh, They're all, basically all these podcasts are 
we tried to choose the most interesting, also the most entertaining, not necessarily humorous, but sometimes very much so. Uh, and they uh, represent different slices of life. There should be something for everybody. So if our podcast doesn't give you enough, or especially if you like our podcast, then you know that you have the same taste as us, and we like all the podcasts we've picked up. Uh, and they're all on... You also the- forgot to mention uh, John Gabris. Holy shit. <laughs> there's, there's too many. Yes, that is true. Okay, the last one we haven't talked about yet. Uh, is the one that we've actually been the most involved in. So there's no real reason for us to forget. <laughs> yeah, he was over literally an hour ago <laughs> recording in our studio. Maybe that's why he slipped my mind. John Gabris, one of the funniest guys we know, who has been on our podcast before. We specifically seeked him out and was like, do you have a podcast? Yeah. And he said... He's so funny. He was like making me laugh doing nature box ads by himself. <laughs> He was great on our show, but he doesn't have a podcast because he doesn't know how to start a podcast. So we're like, don't worry, we'll take care of everything else. You just provide the show mm-hmm. and we'll we'll hook you up. So Gabrus's show, uh, his pilot episode is us, me and Jake, on his show discussing what the show will be. Because so find he does, out. we don't really we didn't really know other than just like John Gabrus being John Gabrus. Yeah, it's like you. He didn't need to have an idea for us to want him to do a podcast with us. Yeah, his his podcast is called High and Mighty. Uh, if you know Gabrus, you'll understand how funny it is. And if you don't know Gabrus, now is a great time to figure it out. Some of these um, shows have us on it already, which is sort of a good gateway. Like Gabrus's first episode, and then Jake's on Julia's first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake and I have done Streeter's podcast. We're going to do Josh's podcast. We're going to try to make an appearance on it, uh, some of these podcasts. But f- give them all a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, start with the ones that sound most interesting, and you can hear them all, hopefully, if everything goes well on the technological side, right. on headgum.com. That's H-E-A-D-G-U-M.com. And all these people are going to be like very active on their like respective social media so let them know what you think let them know that you're enjoying it yeah listening that you're checking it out they'll be very excited we're all as excited as hopefully they are as hopefully you guys are so everyone's sort of this is an exciting day as it were remember that part of every episode where we're like hey yeah click on our links get us advertisers it helps us uh make the podcast better yeah that's this right for actually happening (laughs) now uh, like you guys did it enough that our podcast was successful and we're using it to make more podcasts uh uh it does sound like we're just hammering it home but i really do think our fans will like a lot of these shows i don't know if you'll like every single one obviously there's something for everybody i know they'll like every single one really i like to do sort of a foolhardy confidence yeah i think you'll love them all (laughs) sorry you will love them all (laughs) guaranteed uh so that's it or your money back this is the official launch we haven't promoted it we haven't tweeted about it we haven't facebooked about it so this episode of this podcast monday august 3rd is the official thrust there should be the first episode if everything goes well for every single one of these podcasts do check them out this is an exciting moment uh how do you feel about it it. uh i'm pumped uh at first we were like let's start with four or five you know let's take it slow we i think we didn't we first say let's start with 10 and then we only got like bites from three or four (laughs) right and then by the time Garrett Boatman, very talented guy, built the website, by the time we got everybody else on board, we started thinking, oh, he should have a podcast. Oh, they should have a podcast. Oh, let's approach this person, this person. Right. We're at 11. It's amazing. 11 for the launch. 
we chose a very busy time in our lives while we're working on our TV show to do this. So that's why I'm saying I hope this is all online. I hope everything's going well. Because I think I might be too busy to fix anything if it breaks. Yeah. So in a perfect world, everything's online, available for you guys to uh, bite into as soon as possible. Uh, And yeah, I guess... We hope you like it, and thank you for checking him out. You and will like it. You will check it out. Appreciate Whoa. that. <laughs> Do you know, that this makes me feel kind of like the first time we recorded a podcast. Do you remember the very first podcast that we recorded? Uh, in my old apartment in Williamsburg? Yeah. Where we didn't oh you sang the theme song it was on at my kitchen table and like the way but like the way i felt while we were doing it it was like i think we're having fun but like i have no idea if this will ever turn into anything yeah you don't know we had no idea if our podcast would be like absolutely panned like like (laughs) if you were gonna be like we only like the videos jake and amir don't talk yeah don't say anything don't do a podcast it's true it's people only knew us as these characters where they'd have to wait, uh, you know, a week to watch three minutes of a Two sketch. Clips. And yeah, like sometimes we do outtakes, sometimes we do like meet and greets or, uh, you know, live streams or whatever. But podcasting was, that was, that was a scary one. Yeah. Well, um, what podcast does that no other medium does is like, not only can you hang out in a seemingly very intimate environment, just you listening to us two, but it also, we can come up with 45 minutes of content a week like right it, even if you have a great tv show that's 22 minutes or an hour a week for like seven weeks right. or 20 weeks a year this is like 45 minutes maybe once maybe twice a week for three years straight it's insane and now that we have all these other podcasts with us how much content are we helping to put out into the ether that's true and all you guys listen to pocket this is the hard part is getting people to listen you guys are already listening if you're hearing this you're listening to a podcast you know how it works uh and hopefully you guys have a little bit more time on your schedule to enjoy some of these other podcasts um what else was i gonna say oh yeah the name headgum oh yeah um doesn't mean anything kind of it does not have any real meaning. I th- well, we we've got different. First of all, do you want to tell everyone who came up with it? <laughs> I think you just did that. Do you want to tell everyone? Uh, I think it was Marty, right? It's fucked up. <laughs> Can't correct you because I'm not supposed to know. That's why I asked. Do you want to? Do you know who came up with it? I actually can't remember. It must. I think maybe it was like one of those groupthink things, like where I said I can maybe search my email. Head corn, and then yeah, you said that is correct. You said head head corn. corn. I was like, that's pretty close. That's better. Yeah, head corn's actually better. uh, Head gum. I think Uh, you said it, but I liked it the most. I actually, I did say it, and then I lobbied against it. Right. Well, I love it because it's fun to say, and it's easy to say, and it's easy to spell, and it's quick to write, and the domain name was available. Yeah, and there are two real words. Yeah, head and gum. Yeah. Uh, The reason I like it is because it feels like fresh breath for your brain. Mm. It's like, hey, chew on one of our podcasts, it'll like... It's candy for your mind. Yeah, well, that's the other way to look at it, because like... Gum can be like minty, fresh, refreshing. Your breath, like you know, your breath is bad, and the uh, and the gum fixes it. It's like oh. a cure. It's like you imagine a red, itchy red throat, uh, and then like 
the lozenge goes in and everything turns to green. Yeah. That's what I imagine. It's like a messy orange brain. You listen uh-huh. to a podcast and then all of a sudden. It's oh, freshness. It's a nice green, nice green, healthy looking brain. Is it too late to change the name to Mind Fresh or Fresh Mind? Because now that you're saying this, I There's feel like we have a lot of fresh air podcast already. That'd be great. But then the other alternative is, is, it, is it's like a bubble, like bubble gum. Uh-huh. Is it a gumball for your brain? Because oh. that's a little more playful. It's oh, a little yeah. More fun. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. Which one do you think it is? Uh, I think it's the first one, the one where it's fresh because it's like sort of light entertainment. Refreshing. It, le- it lets you disc. Like you're on a commute, you're sitting in traffic. It's not a fun situation. No one wants to be doing that. Or you're at the gym, you're pumping weights, you're and, on an elliptical. And I know you want to be doing that because you ain't going to the gym if you ain't going to the gym to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the, or you're doing dishes or you're doing laundry. It's a way to fill up space in your day in a more entertaining way. Holy shit. It's a way, way to, to fill, fill up space, space in your day in a more, more entertaining, entertaining way. way. Dot what com. Do you say? <laughs> um, that's how, at least that's how I thought of it. Um, somebody. Well, I thought of it. Um, we should read that old email thread with some of the ones that we came up with. Oh, man. Do we have the, Oh, the, we're just like us brainstorming? Yeah. Oh, God. It's so long ago. Well, Let's just, see the, the first email. Just Google HeadGum and then go to your very first one that says it. Yeah. There's 147 emails in my account that say HeadGum. It oh, seems no. Like it should be way more. Yeah. That was just the beginning of it. Oh, dear. There's a way to go to last. Oh, really? Oh, no. Here we go. 337. Um, <laughs> don't make, oh, my Lord. An 84. <laughs> I bolt. Here, this is an email uh, from Jake to me, September fourth, twenty thirteen. Wow! So this is soon to be two years ago. Here's a bunch of I just searched for. I bolted the ones I'm super into, including some before. I feel like let's make a move. Once we got this choice out of the way, we can get into the real shit, like ordering business cards and doodling a logo. <laughs> Classic me. Pizza thief. Good game team, six squad, really solid, quilt fort, dope force, tiptoe, head gum. Wow, did I bold that one? No, uh, yeah, these are all bold. Done bone, backyard mob, backyard squad, tree fort trust, and fort built. Fort built. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, you said, I still think trust fall is perfect. Uh, yeah, Trustwall was a domain that we weren't allowed to get. And then I said, I really like headgum. My sister-in-law said it's quirky and sounds like empty calories for your brain to chew on. Huh. But my brother says it sounds like getting gum stuck in your hair, which is bad. So that was the pros and cons of headgum at an early age. Uh, then we, I found some websites that uh, weren't available, but we could buy, like therecess.com for $1,100. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm happy with I'm happy with headgum. I really am, especially because the other ones we were considering is Brailcast and Doodly, <laughs> Doodly, <laughs> yeah. Stiff Milk, Pod Stiff, Stiff Pad, Towel Fort. Oh, Towel Fort, towel fort was good. I rem- that was my vote. Yeah, I like. I said I like Towel Fort, but I like headgum more. Easy to say and spell. Towel Fort. Problem is towel fort. It's like I say that to my parents and they can't. They don't instantly understand it. Yeah, no, it's not as good as headgum. Headgum's nice. I think the more you say it, the 
Like if you're, if it's anybody sturdy. out there is bumping with it right now, just yeah. keep on saying it because I didn't vibe with it either, and now I love it. It's, Head gum. It's sturdy. It's like thick, and you just you 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 you, you like saying it. And hey, tell you what, how about a little bit of free promotion right now from from you to us? Turn to the person to your right or left and say, "Hey, I'm listening to a headgum podcast." Hey, just so you know, I'm listening to a headgum podcast. Guy getting beat up on a bus. <laughs> Leave me alone. Run to your run to your door, lift up the window, and say, "I'm headgum as hell, and I just can't take it anymore." Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, should we take a break? <laughs> We've been talking for uh, 25 minutes. Wow. Solid endorsement. We had a lot to say. We had to get this off our chest. This has been inside of us for two years. What an exciting day for us to to uh, finally expose it to the world. Most people don't work this long on anything. And uh, I guess for a long time, we were we were not necessarily actively working. But for the last couple months... We've been getting these people together, getting them recorded, getting them online. Thank you to oh, the people at Spreaker for helping us out. For real. They're giving us hosting. They're making a, we're using their awesome player. Uh, so we really appreciate it. Spreaker, we really appreciate it. Garrett Boatman for building the website that looks so good. Uh, and everyone else that's helped us along the way and all of our podcasters and all of our listeners. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and answer some fucking questions for crying out loud. This is an advice podcast. Finally. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, 
yeah, it's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move, you know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness, of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Hey, we're back. Totally forgot to mention the Mysterious 12th podcast, that homeless guy that just takes shits on a microphone for mm. two minutes a week. And yeah, he sort yeah, of just, yeah. we try to guess what he eats or guess what he had that day right. for lunch. Anyway, yeah. The His first cast. episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> uh, all right. Headgum.com presents If I Were You. Do you want to answer some questions on the show? Yeah, I'm down. Should we talk about what the show even is? Or this one's for the fans. They get it. Yeah, they, they understand. They know. Yeah. Uh, all right. They know. They know. They know. They know. They know. Here's a fake name. Rangi. Rangi. Rangi writes. This is a real email from a real person. Fake name. Preserve anonymity. Real people. Real emails. Here we go. It is currently 2.09 a.m. And I'm sitting in my car outside a dingy gas station typing out this message to you. We will get to the present in a minute. But first, some background. Two days ago, my girlfriend and I broke up. We had been dating around eight months. The breakup was sort of amicable because we're going to college in a month and she didn't want to go out with me anymore. <laughs> I also have another ex-girlfriend that I dated for a year in high school, and she went to college, and we had a nasty breakup that was no good for anyone. Fast forward to now, two days after my more recent breakup, at about 12.30 a.m., while out with friends, I get a text from my ex-ex-girlfriend saying she's in town. We talk for a while and eventually arrive at the conclusion that we should meet up. The problem is, if I meet up with this girl, I know we'll hook up. She knows it, I know it, and if God was real, he would know it. I'm a very weak-willed person when it comes to making out with her. It's possible it could even escalate farther than that. Hence the convenience store where I'm buying an emergency box of condoms and some Sour Patch Kids while on my way up to meet with this, 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 this vixen. So what I need from you two is to please record and upload a podcast in the next, say, 20 minutes that talks me out of this. Mm, but my, about that. But my ultimate question is, what are the ramifications of hooking up with someone soon after getting out of a relationship? I don't want to hurt the girl I just broke up with, and she will definitely be hurt if she finds out I went straight to my ex after I broke up with her. Thank you very much. Love the show. Love. Rangi. Go. Rangi. 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 Um, think. Is there a moratorium? Is there a break period? If you break up with somebody, 
Especially, it sounds like if they break up with you. Yeah, I think that's the nut. That's, that's the kernel. Right. If you break up with someone, I think it is kind of a D mo, a dick moo, mm-hmm. a dyke move mm-hmm. to hook up with someone, let's say, in the next three days. Okay. Because that's like, hey, you clearly wanted to hook up with her right when we were breaking up. Right. That's, but I mean, like, what you're there are no laws anymore <laughs> no laws there are no rules it's not a rule it's not a law it's, it's really just, just a like unspoken it, thing that i yeah think. it's like can you live with that guilt and yeah. like or can you live with keeping that secret because obviously you know you're gonna go hook up with your ex and you don't want your you're gonna hook up with your ex ex and you don't want your ex to know right right how will they find out yeah, it's probably going to be fine. You're not cheating on anybody. You're just going to hook up with someone. Right. Everyone is free, unencumbered, untethered <laughs> stars in the universe right now. Yeah. You can hook up with whoever you want, and it might hurt somebody, but you know what? You you cut yourself off from that person. Right. Uh and then definitely that applies if that person breaks up with you. Right. Then you can... Then you should. Yeah. You owe it to sure. you. The countdown is on. Yeah. Then, I mean, like, for sure, go and, like, hook up with whoever you can. But it's Get such a complicated... The it, there's so many, like, different shades of this gray. Like, who broke up with who? Was it an epic breakup? Were you guys together for a long time? Does your ex-ex know your ex? Does you, are you going to hook up with someone that but knows I both of you? There's just you, lots of gray area. Tell me something, because my opinion on this has changed as I've gotten older. Mm. I'm wiser now. Yeah. I'm, you're, I'm you're almost 30. Two days away from being 30, I that should say. Correct. Just to continue this epic day. So... So there is a time in my life where like if I broke up with someone and found out they hooked up with their ex-boyfriend, I would have been livid. I would have been so hurt. Yeah. But now if I did that, if I broke up with somebody and they went and slept with their ex, I would be like, that's understandable. Yeah. You wanted to go back and sleep with some Like that's a good entryway back into being single. Because like you want to sleep with somebody else that's not your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? But you don't want to sleep with a complete stranger. You want to go back to sleep with somebody that that's familiar. Mm-hmm. It's like testing the water, right? It's very it's it's new but old. Yeah, it's exciting but also comforting. It would be fine with me if that happened. It's, I would be like, yeah, good. That means we're getting <laughs> over each other. If I broke up with somebody and I heard that they hooked up with somebody else, I guess I would feel a little awkward because then it's like. Oh, I was just hooking up with this girl. I shouldn't say hooking up with her. I was the only one to be intimate with this lady for however long, 6, 12, 18, 24 months. And now the thought of her since that being physical and sexual and naked and with right. somebody else feels a little somebody, weird. It makes the, uh, that person like an alien to you all over again. Yeah. But I guess I just feel like that's healthy. I remember I um, back in the day... Uh, I broke up with somebody and I was like, it's good. It's over. We shouldn't be together. This is healthy. But then like somebody showed me a picture of them making out with somebody else. And I'm like, Oh, this still like feels bad. Why would someone show you that picture? I think they're just like, I don't know. It wasn't like, look at this. It was just like, Hey, look at like, I don't know. It wasn't ill natured, but it was just like, it felt weird. Like, Oh, I don't really want to see that. Right. I guess I wouldn't want to see it either. Right. But like knowing that it happened, doesn't that make you feel a little? Gross? I almost think no. I almost think of it as like thinking about my parents have se- having sex. Like I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to. I 
but I'm like, on some level, I sure I like hope they have a healthy, happy sex, sex life. life. Like I want that for them. And the same thing with an ex. Like I don't want her to go into a hole and be celibate and not have any fun. Yeah, I want her to get laid too, but I don't want to know about it. You don't want to know your ex-wife's sex lives. Exactly. You didn't have to make life plural. You made it not rhyme. Ex-wife sex life. My ex-wife sex life. Ex-wife, because like you, because the because the apostrophe, s from, yeah, I know, but but because the s from sex, <laughs> uh-huh. you sort of don't need to make the life's plural. Ex-wife sex life. Oh, my ex-wife sex life. It sounds yeah yeah. Like, then we agree. The double s, yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's uh, what did this guy ask? Oh, he asked if it's okay out. to go and hook up with his ex ex. Yes, it's okay. Uh, we don't have to talk you out of it. I am kind of wondering why you bought some Sour Patch Kids in addition to the emergency box yeah, of condoms. I just done that. I hope you're using the condoms correctly. I hope you're not stuffing them with Sour Patch Kids. I hope the Sour Patch Kids was just a little He's treat for you. He's using the Sour Patch Kids to plug up his urethra. <laughs> uh, so you do you, you know? You got to do you. Uh, and you're right. There are no rules once you're broken up. It is just like a polite thing. Right. A there's, a, there's the thing. unwritten etiquette. Yeah. And I think that usually goes to, it goes towards like, did that XX like negatively affect your relationship? You know, if I say, say I was going out with somebody and this girl's ex-boyfriend was always hitting on her and always saying like, hey, let's get a drink. I just want to be your friend. Like, right. Like that maybe guy. Maybe then that would really bother me. Yeah. If you don't want always, to be like that like, guy. If he was was a like a wedge that drove us apart yeah and then i was like we were breaking up and then she hooked up with him then i would be pretty fucked but if it's like (laughs) if it it sounds like this relationship came to a natural end and it was fine right so so i think it's okay but then like what's the amount of time that will like actually if the other person found out wouldn't feel that mad like you're always going to be mad or like no amount of time it always just has to happen it just like but it's it's like, oh, he only waited three days. Oh, he only waited a week. Oh, he couldn't wait a month. Oh, he couldn't wait two months. Right. It's only been three months. It doesn't matter. It, but it's always going to feel weird. So you might as well like, not overthink that part of it. Right. Uh, all right. Oh, a question from a lady. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lady's name? Delang- D- Delanga. All right. Uh, Delanga writes, I am a lady emailing you about a problem with a guy I am, quote, exclusively dating. Background, I met this guy on Tinder. He turned out to not be a murderer. We get along great. We've been dating for two months now, though I was abroad for three weeks of that. And we sexed often. A couple weeks ago, I had real life, real good sex with him. Now we don't text as... Now, we don't text as much, but he'll still sext me a lot. Also, he stopped taking me on dates, though before they were very impromptu and involved around food. Now, when we hang out, we end up in his bedroom hooking up and watching Netflix. Don't get me wrong, hooking up is great, and he's not always the instigator. But I just, I don't just want to bang this guy. I honestly feel like that he really likes me, but he's making me feel like a fuck buddy. So much so that yesterday I texted him saying, hey... Take me on a real date. I'm not your fuck buddy. And he thought I was joking. The crux of the issue is how do I make him treat me like a soon-to-be GF and not a fuck buddy without looking like a crazy bitch? Give me advice, please. Thanks. Delangva? Delanga. Delanga. 
Uh, that's really hard. That's a really hard question. Here's what I think. Okay. I think early on, guys sort of choose one way or another with ladies. Are they courting or are they fucking? Yeah. I think some guys are like, oh, I don't necessarily want to date this lady in a traditional way. I'd rather just bone them. Right. And then sometimes they're like, oh, I want to really treat this lady like a GF and not like an FB. Less, Mm -hmm. more formal, less cash. Right. Unless you're young and then you just want to bone anybody, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it does have, that happens both ways. But the fact that he is trending you towards fuck buddy makes me think that he just wants you as that. It is no bueno. I will say that two, they've been together for, they've been doing this for two months and they did go on lots of dates that revolved around food. There's a chance that he is just moving faster towards relationship than you are. Mm. Like, because going over and hanging out in bed watching movies and fucking sounds like... Oh, that's like That year sounds like two. they've been... Yeah, they've been <laughs> together for a year. Right. Oh, so, so maybe, maybe he's like... Maybe he's accidentally sped up the courtship process. Right. He's so far ahead of the game instead of behind. But if you specifically ask him, hey, take me on a real date, and he still doesn't do it. Right. I would say that text was a little aggressive. Yeah. So maybe there's a more positive way to say like, hey, let's... Or, you know, you say, I want to take you on a date. Like, uh, invite him on. Cre- you create a date. You don't have to say, I demand to be taken on a date. I'm not just your fuck buddy. Right. Like, show him with your actions that you're not a fuck buddy. Like, if he says, come over to my house tonight, you say, uh, not tonight, but tomorrow, let's get dinner. And then he'll say, I'm okay with the dinner. I'd really just like to have sex with you. <laughs> I think there's To me, more- you are a buddy. To me, you are a buddy. In you are a I, buddy of fuck. You are a you are a buddy fucker. You are a pal fucker. <laughs> you are a friendship fuck fest. A sex friend, if you will. Uh, so, you, 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 do you think it's too late for her? I don't think it's too late, but I think that there needs to be. I don't. I'm not even sure there needs to be a discussion. I do think that. Uh, something needs to change if this is the way you feel (gasps) and i think i do truly think you can be the instigator you do not have to wait around for him to treat you the way that you want to be treated you suggest and make moves towards him treating you yeah and then if the dates are fun he'll want to start planning them right or you'll plan the next 10 dates and he'll be like hey what's going on here i'm the only one planning dates yeah i mean if he keeps on i think i think what the move to do is um rather than getting mad and like and asking for what you want you sort of do what you want and if he's not on board if he's not like embracing it then you're like then you talk to him like hey i'm trying to like inject some uh some romance into this thing and you kind of just want to watch uh tv and pork (laughs) and then he's like well i'm sorry that's what i that's what i want out of this relationship then you say all right brother peace Peace out what if he's like i'll go on dates with you but every half hour i'm lying on the ground i'm planking i'm planking face up and you better ride me you better ride my dick i will i think (laughs) then and then you're like all right well let's go to tgi fridays okay I will do that. I will okay. go to TJ Fridays. Just know, 30 right. minutes on the dot. 
I will make my body stiff, so stiff that I will slide out of my so chair. So you let him do I that. I will end up under the table. Or on top you, of the table. Or on, on top, top of the apps. I will be on top uh-huh. of a, on top of a top potato of the, skin basket, mm-hmm. on top of a jalapeno popper. With a medium dick, because it's not going to get fully hard unless you, <laughs> unless you ride me. <laughs> and then when he does that, you just take, uh, you add it to your snap story uh-huh. and save the snap as well. Oh. And you can circulate that video around <laughs> online to shame him in the way that he deserves. <laughs> We might be getting ahead of ourselves, but, but maybe it's a good that's option. the case. Um, dare we answer one more question? Wow. I say let's do it, because this has been a long episode of us uh, mentioning podcasts. You guys deserve it. You guys have earned it. Uh, but let's before we do that, just mention one more time. Check out headgum.com. Listen to all our podcasts, please. Uh, yes, if you guys leave this podcast wanting more, wanting more entertainment... Uh, from not only ourselves, but from uh, our friends and our our loved ones and our and, and our, our and mother. my mother, <laughs> uh, highly and my mother headgum dot com. Enjoy. Third question from a dude. We'll call him Rise. <laughs> Together we rise. I just graduated from college in the spring and I've been working full-time for about two months now. I work for a startup in Philadelphia and I genuinely like it. The people are great. The work keeps me busy without being overbearing, and everyone, for the most part, has a real work-hard, play-hard mentality, which, as a 22-year-old recent grad, is exactly what I'm looking for. But here's the problem. Another guy my age was also hired to a very similar position as I. So we're basically doing the same thing. It makes it a little competitive, but in a good way, as it's friendly and he pushes us both a little harder. However, this guy really believes in the work-hard, play-hard mentality, as he's been going to the bathroom several times a day to do a little bit of the quote white girl obviously i'm a little uncomfortable by this but it's kind of hard to ask him to stop doing here's the thing the bathroom visits uh seem to be working because his sales have been through the roof since he started doing them to the point that if he keeps it up i could start making (laughs) it could start making my performance look bad so here's my question how do i handle this situation do I tell him he needs to stop in the friendliest way possible? Do I go to my boss and tell him what's going on? If someone is really crushing it at work with the aid of something illegal, is that a moral no-no? I really like this guy too, so I don't want him fired, but it's going to be harder and harder to keep this thing's un- thing under wraps if it goes on. Please help. Love. Rise. Rise. That is a real problem. It's funny. When I first read this question the first time, when he said he's going to the bathroom to do a little bit of the white girl, I thought he meant masturbating. Hmm. Yeah. That, that shows how cool you are, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out he means uh, cocaine. Yeah. He is going to the bathroom, a uh, work buddy slash competitor is going to the bathroom, snorting cocaine and kicking ass at his job. And this guy's like, huh, what do I do now? Right. This is a you tough tell situation. Tell the boss and he's like, oh, that's terrible. Oh, what a bad news. <laughs> I don't know if we should say or do anything. Because <laughs> his numbers are really, really good. Yeah, I'm like, I have a hard time buying, you know, what you're selling here. I really think he might be okay. Well, here's like the different ways to go back and forth. It's like, on the surface, tell on him he's doing something bad. And then it's like, all right, let's go a little deeper. You know what? He's not necessarily hurting anyone. He's doing a good job at work. You don't want to be a tattletale. And then you go even deeper than that. 
this guy's developing a drug problem. Yeah. I have to help him. I have I, to I have to help him on a moral level for he's doing a pretty hard drug several times a day. At work. I think that's where I end up too. You can't do cocaine at work. <laughs> I think like this problem would likely sort itself out eventually because I th- maybe like for a while the cocaine is going to give him like Yeah. Yeah, like woo. All right, we're going to sell stuff. And then but like Pretty soon, and this does happen with cocaine. You're gonna be like, "Yeah, woo! I need more cocaine, <laughs> woo! Yeah, all right, all right, more cocaine. Where's the Where's the rest of the cocaine? Like, what do you want to do for lunch? <laughs> you You don't stay productive on it. You, you eventually just want like, more of it. Yeah, you become dependent on the cocaine, and then you'll just want to do cocaine all the time. You won't really. He won't really think about sales. It is funny to imagine him uh, hyped up on cocaine. Uh, uh, microwaving like a lean cuisine lasagna by the <laughs> by the microwave or doing something really mundane at work, right? Like watching, like trying to fix the coffee machine or banging on a microwave, or like to get picking to up work. stuff from the printer, but it's not all yours. And you yeah, have to, like somebody else printed like a return label from Zappos. <laughs> yeah, like, is this yours? Woo! <laughs> How do I get these to collate? Woo! <laughs> Seriously, this five-in-one office workstation, I really can never get it to fax or scan. Woo! Uh, I think I'm disconnected from the printer. Woo! <laughs> what's, the, what's the router? What's the router? What's the IP? Woo! <laughs> what's the Wi-Fi? Because I keep getting disconnected. Woo! Is, Is it easier else just connected to the Ethernet? Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> my Outlook calendar isn't syncing up with my phone. Woo! <laughs> it's starting to crash. <laughs> Oh my god. Has anybody seen my favorite mug? Woo. Woo. Every time I every time I try to heat liquid up in the microwave it kind of splatters everywhere. Woo. Uh but I can't really wrap it in paper towel cuz that gets really wet. Woo. Yeah, does anybody want to get in on the seamless order? <laughs> He's by himself in the office. It's uh, Sunday night. So I think since two of those flip-flops uh angle towards you helping this guy you should, but do you do it to his face or do you tell on him? You want to be a real man? I think you go to him. You say, "Hey, you're like you're doing cocaine at work. It's clearly not okay. <laughs> do you want to change? Do you want to do something? Because uh, otherwise, be better like, for this. Yeah, you have to. You gotta. Something has to happen. It's not acceptable. Yeah, or if you want to be like a fucking gentleman, a true man, look your boss straight in the eye and you say, "I am here to tattle a tale, <laughs> and it's not going to be good." But uh, I'm I'm coming to you like a, I'm I'm a young adult. I'm a 22 year old man now. I'm out of college. I have to take mm-hmm. care of my own business. Sir, I'd like to tattle on my friend. I would like to sit no, here, not stare a, you in the eyes, and say, "Sir, I have a tattle." Tattles aren't for drugs. Hmm. You can't tattle on a drug. <laughs> Weed, maybe, yeah. But if someone has a drug, like a legit problem. It's not called tattling. It's called uh, helping. So would it help to go straight to him? I think the move is to go straight to him because it, it gives him a chance to come out ahead of it. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, then it's like, uh, but it's you got to really be, you got to really not care about confrontation to go straight to a guy about something like this. I know. If you really can do hard. it, if you can do it, more power to you. I don't think I could do it, but I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. So if I were you, I wouldn't do it because I'm a, I'm a wiener head, but I think you should do it. But you know what? I'm never going to work in sales, so it's not really my issue. <laughs> Is it? Oh, mercy. Do you have to dial nine to get out? Woo! <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. That's it. That's our time. 
fortunately, you now have many other podcasts to enjoy uh, as part of the Head Gum Network. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have your own questions, your own emails, your own theme song submissions, send them all to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening one was written by Justin Kosiski. And this closing is by one of our favorite ladies, uh, Ali and Lizette, who have done a bunch for us. And this is an Am I Wrong cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, so one last time, this is Jake and Amir for If I Were You and the HeadGum Network. We're saying goodbye. Woo! That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>